And we're back. Andrew's in the bathroom. Gay. We're on the Patreon. So you can say that now. <laughs> say whatever you want as long as you hide behind a paywall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the real fun stuff can happen. Oh, where's my phone? We can also play music. That's true. I mean, it's a playlist. <laughs> I felt like I was in like eighth grade and I was like, me and the boys are going to hang out. And I got this <laughs> music. going to fucking rock. Yeah. We're going to have pizza. Drew's back. Mm-hmm. Did you wash your hands? Is your penis small? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hang on. Where's my... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Apple Music is gettable on an Android. So, I... Really? Me. The system. Everybody asks me, Kyle, why do you get an Android? And I tell them, <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't afford an iPhone. <laughs> I remember seeing the group chat turn green. and Yeah, that was a sad day. My heart sank. Can't react to things anymore. <laughs> I know. It sucks. I remember us trying and then we finding out what happened <laughs> when you try to like something. It was yeah. It just copies the message and says like Drew loved Drew loved this, <laughs> and then does the entire message. Yeah. Let's see if this works. Sometimes I do it on purpose just there to annoy go. the fuck out of you guys. <laughs> oh, the oh. cable's fucked up. <laughs> 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 this is what paying for it. <laughs> God damn it! This is what you. <laughs> All that hard-earned money going. (laughs) Substandard audio equipment. There we go. (laughs) No one breathe. Oh, wait, no. It's only getting one channel. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Okay, I fixed it. Nobody move. (laughs) Don't look at it. Don't breathe in this direction. (laughs) Don't think about it. Oh, shit. My headphones are tangled in it. You guys talk. Hang oh, on. God. Oh, fuck. People are paying for this. I know. So we got to make it worth their money, Drew. Uh, I think it's only Caitlin and Donovan so far. So it's only people that love us. Yeah, we got to give Caitlin shit, and Donovan reason whore, to be paying for bitch. this. Why are you just swearing? That's not what we're about. <laughs> yeah. That's not what the Trash yeah. Pod's about, Drew. Trash Pod's oh, about brotherhood, I thought, brotherhood I thought that they pay for the curse words. Oh, well, yeah. We can swear more Tun. on here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, hang on. We got to ditch the music for a second because we have an intro. We're supposed to be professionals. What the fuck? God damn it. Here we go. Oh God! This is worse than I thought. Oh my God! Oh my God! The lisps. A story man who heard the kids then clapped his hands and said, "Hi, Kool-Aid keeps me very wise. Stand by, please, for big surprise." Oh God! I only fucked to this music. I lost my virginity. This. This is like from 2015, isn't it? It's like 1957. Okay. <laughs> right after World War II. <laughs> this is the best part, I think. <laughs> Ooh, so nice. <laughs> the best part of that, and we were talking over it, but he's like, it's good for whole family. Mother, father, Japanese boy, Japanese girl. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese boys can wow. eat shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the second I heard those like Chinese chimes, I was scared. <laughs> the gong is like Yeah, the gong. I was like, yes. Hell yes. The second I was like, oh god, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. And it was so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it was a different time, guys. We had just beat the Japs. We were riding high. So we're selling them Kool-Aid? <laughs> Uh, I think we were just using them as an advertisement, launching off. You picture Don Draper in a boardroom. It's like, we're going to be racist <laughs> to sell children's drinks. And that's how it was pretty much up until 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Did, was 2015 the cutoff? It was more like a, an opening. Yeah. An opening act. 
Right. Yeah. I just I would love to see Don Draper pitch stuff like that. Like we need to be more racist. <laughs> we need to lean into the post war or what is it? Yeah, it's after World War II, I think that show. I don't know. I don't remember. Are any of you guys big Mad Men he people? He was in Korea and moved what? Either either of you guys watch Mad Men? No, I just love John Hamm. Yeah. I'll watch anything he's in to see if I can see the outline of his cock. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling he has a hammer on him, but I can't tell for sure until he does some full fronts. You want to see his ham cack? <laughs> Speaking of seeing other men's penises, uh, it's camping season, fellas. Oh, boy. It's fat guy season and it's camping season. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know either of those were a thing. Well, it's cold yeah. out so in Florida. So all the fat people like go icy. out and migrate. They aren't sweating when they walk to the mailbox. Did you, uh, you guys big campers back in the day? No. Yeah, I used to camp a whole bunch. Yeah, It can be fun if you got a good group of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, my boys and I, when we were in high school, the boys, you know. Yeah. Uh, shouts out Justin. Shouts out Lucas. Uh, they would, uh, we would go out to this like pasture that my brother-in-law's parents had. And we would just like find the spot with the least amount of cow pats and <laughs> post up. And there were just cows everywhere and a couple of horses. And we'd be sitting there in like pitch darkness. And then we'd hear something and we'd just try to flashlight. And there would just be a horse standing there. <laughs> it was like the, like the retarded horse from Family Guy just like standing there looking at us. And that's Chop, we're trying to fuck. That's where we learned that you can't cow tip. Like it's like probably. You a tried myth. cow tipping? I mean, yeah. Uh, we, but every time you get close to them, they just run away. <laughs> the cows are too there. They wouldn't sleep standing you gotta up. Gotta charge it. I don't know when they sleep, but it wasn't at nighttime. It was weird. I don't know if cows do sleep. <laughs> yeah, they sleep. <laughs> of course they sleep. I don't think they do. Dude, they 100% sleep. Every animal sleeps. Drew, back me up on this. I thought they slept standing up. <laughs> like I thought they were like like half like sharks. Like they they had to at least be standing or else they'll die. I think that's a another myth. Sharks don't stand either. Sharks don't ever stand. <laughs> that I know. Unless if a shark it's, stands, unless, unless then it's jabber also jaw. dead. Jabberjaw stands <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. This cable's pissing me off. <laughs> don't buy Android to 3.5 millimeter USB-C chargers on Amazon. Review corner. I just want to hear Tyrone with the My Morning Jacket cover. There we go. Okay. Um, but yeah, campings. Campings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funniest thing that ever happened out there. Okay, so uh, my brother-in-law's dad uh, lived there, obviously. And he would just get, like, blackout drunk. And we went out there one time. We were going to camp, but we were also shooting a video for, like, the AV uh, class. Like, we had TV production in high school. Yeah. And we were shooting a video where we needed to just, like, have... We had my pickup truck at the time, and we were, like, doing donuts in the field because we just needed some, like, sweet action footage because we were just making, like, (laughs) basically the SNL... with the Kyle Mooney sketches, like that's the kind of stuff we were yeah, producing. Yeah, where you're basically. trying to be like the cool guy. Right. Look at this just shit. Like, a, like, like footage of a guy doing a kickflip. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, and then like riot footage. And, you know, and like, yeah. So, uh, so we were out there. It was like some video that we were shooting to like make fun of rednecks. And we were doing donuts. And I guess we got the attention of uh, Chase's dad. Well, I shouldn't say their names. We got the Patreon. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So Tim comes out in his pickup truck. He's like slowly coasting out. We know it's like it's like 5.15. So we know he's like blackout drunk at like in the evening. I was going to say, wait, 5.15 a.m. or like, I think he started at like noon. And so he's in his white pickup truck. And this is after we had already like, we, yeah, we had finished. And his dog, uh, Biscuit, was like following the truck, right? And he was doing, he just started, he just rolls up and passes us. And he's go, he's just, he's like, you boys want to say how it's done? And he just, <laughs> and then and I'm like, Lucas, get the camera. And we start recording. We, I think Justin has a copy of it somewhere, but it's like, he just starts like hauling ass, doing donuts. Uh, and then the, and he's blasting Don't Stop Believing" by Jeremy <laughs> it was it was like I couldn't have written a funnier moment you know oh my mean? that's the last fucking song yes <laughs> and he keeps like there's like a little pond he keeps getting closer and closer to it and we're like, we're like he's gonna go in like we're, we're like uh, we're gonna get this on film we're gonna get it yeah and like, he keeps almost hitting Biscuit we're like Biscuit no and uh run Biscuit and, uh, and he the funniest part is uh of the video is he he gets done doing donuts and uh he he's slowly you know creeping past us and he's he goes 
uh, what, what does he say? He said, uh, you boys get the idea? <laughs> you boys get the idea? You boys get the idea? He slams on his brakes and he hits his head on the door frame. What? And then he like and he's like holding his head in pain. And then he goes, "You boys get the idea." <laughs> the best video I've ever shot. And I don't know where. I think like I said, Justin has it, and I know his wife like confiscated one of the, one of the copies that we had because she was just humiliated. Um, uh, today he has no legs. Uh, oh my <laughs> fuck! I mean. He lost it surprised me, but how did he lose his legs? Because uh, like, that's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I think alcohol-induced diabetes. My mom, uh, they were all on a, a, a trip like from like North Carolina back home, and a truck sideswiped them. And, <laughs> and they got in an accident. Tim wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and he's got no legs. So he like <laughs> flips off. He bounced around the inside of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> like a rock in a tin like can. A fucking rag doll. She said, she just saw two, two little done. nubs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God damn it. <laughs> Biscuit. Yeah. God. Oh my God. And like, I had so many good stories about him. And he was over there once. He was just nodding out. He was like, he was very hammered, and I was there, and he looks at me, he, and I had said nothing to him the whole night, and he looks at me, it was like a family gathering, and he goes, you're a virgin, ain't you? <laughs> How'd like, you like to change you that? Like, you, look like, you look like you don't get pussy. <laughs> Tim rules, dude. hundred Like, that guy fucking rocks. Shouts out to him. Oh, my God. So, is, when he... Have you guys had like many like dude role models in your life? Him, yeah. <laughs> Baseball, no. Um, it's pretty much been like him and Django Fett. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I mean, not really. No? <laughs> no. Drew, what about you? For a pretty extended period of time in like the middle school era, I think like at some point, just every cringy middle school boy had this between 2005 and 2010. Seth MacFarlane. Priest lover. See, like, that's the younger generation talking again there, because my, my guy was not Seth MacFarlane. I was like, I like what he's doing, but I'm going to watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force and get high with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel you. No, yeah. He, uh, I went back, I started watching like the first three seasons of Family Guy, and that shit's hilarious. Yeah. You can't help but not hear, the, you cringe when you hear, like, like you think that's bad, because South Park, like, <laughs> wrecked that. Like, rightfully so, they called them out on, like, using those All their stupid, cutaways. The setups to cutaways being, like, really just, like, out of place. But just, like, the interaction and stuff between characters, pretty funny. But I'm not going to review episodes of Family Guy, because that shit is. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember like losing my love for it. I think it took a while. I think it was like the same. It it took a long time yeah. for me to fall out of love with Family Guy because, like, just for the longest time, that was like like my first adult type content that like yeah. I just yeah. watched religiously, like every night on Adult Swim at like seven p.m. is. Right here. See what Stewie's up to. Yeah. What's he got cooking? What's, is he gonna what? say what the deuce? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we also went camping with a priest. And that, yes, technically, it was it was like a church trip. Oh god. And there was they called it Beam. It was a super be a man. Oh, and it, that oh, does geez. not sound yeah. good at all. But I'll tell you. I'll be honest. The, these are some of the formative experiences that had man? nothing to do with being molested. So <laughs> this, this he, he was the pastor had been in the army, but he was like not like a drill sergeanty type guy. He was at one point a drill sergeant, but he wasn't like an early army type or whatever. He was uh, he was like let's. He just basically wanted an excuse for a fishing trip with like the and like well, loosely tied. I want to go into Jesus. a lake with a bunch of boys. All right, get the fucking molesting jokes out of your system, <laughs> Jesus Christ! How many times are you gonna hit that note? <laughs> it God. rings true. Who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> okay, yeah. So yeah, okay. There were some fingers inside of me, but beyond that, it was just a pinky. No, definitely no, not not that trip. But um, so they took us out 
to basically you had to wear it was the, one of the gayest things I've ever done. You had to wear camouflage like pants and what? the t-shirts that they had made and we had to run from the church to the docks which was like a two and a half mile run uh, where the boats were kept and I got there and just like I had a fat attack I just vomited <laughs> everywhere I just fucking threw up hard in the, in the water you had an exorcist moment to this to this day Chase was was my brother-in-law was there because he had the boat and uh, he remembers that like vividly he's like yeah you fucking threw up you fat piece of shit like, it was so funny and uh, so they, we have like a little John boat that it's being towed by Chase's boat. They take us out to these little islands in the intercoastal of New Smyrna where people just camp. Yeah, like I've camped they'll on have, those. Yeah, they'll have, and there's like, you know, you'll you'll see German people out there having like, you know, orgies or whatever. Roasting Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, so there's, uh, so we're out there and they're like, okay. They're doing this whole like survivalist motif, like Bear swim Grylls, back to shore. Bear Grylls was <laughs> so big at the time, so it was like <laughs> it was like here's a fishing line. It was like three feet of fishing line, a hook, and a power bar. Drink, have pee. a good weekend, <laughs> and, then, and then they left. <laughs> and then we just were, one power bar, and it was all no, of you? each of us got a power bar, but we were just like left on this island, like Lord of the Flies style. That's and, child abuse. Of the, dude, in no, this it, day and age. It, once they left, it fucking ruled because it was like. We we knew enough to like we had like a little drag line set up. So I just like tied the fishing line to a like a tree branch that was like hanging over the water and put like a little piece of the power bar on it <laughs> and like left it there and like two hours later I came back and I had a catfish. Like but it was mm-hmm. like a nasty like when we cooked. Yeah, it, one of dude, the old it was a mud intercoastal nasty yeah, bottom. Those are shit catfish. Awful. Fucking terrible. No. Yeah. The worst but the one kid that was with us, Billy, I'll never forget, dude. A couple of the guys like waded out to this like other little island that was like the the water was shallow enough to where you could get there and just be up to like chest high water the whole time. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to like get wet and get like swamp ass the rest of the time, get fucking trench foot. So (laughs) he, we were all making fun of him because he was like fashioning a spear, and we're like, "Come on, man, you're not gonna spear." (laughs) Look at Tarzan over there. Oh, look at fucking Castaway. So, (laughs) but. Like all of a sudden we hear there's like whooping and hollering and I look over and I see him and he's holding the spear above his head and he's got a stingray. And he's a fucking spear yeah, Tuscan Raider style spear to stingray. And he brought that shit back and he fucking cooked it. And I didn't know you could eat stingray. You can, but it's like it's like shark. They piss through their skin and everything, so it tastes like fucking bleach. Yeah, I didn't eat any, but it was they looked like scallops because you get, you gotta get where like the wing meets the body. Yeah, and you, but still, you, that's like yeah. not good no. meat. It no. wasn't good eating. Oh, I mean, a, if you're was, abandoned on an island for five days, yeah. sure. <laughs> One of the kids was eating tiny little like fit like little beach crabs. <laughs> he, was, he was just pulling the, the legs crab. off. Yeah, pulling the legs <laughs> off and just eating those. It was. It was fucking harrowing, dude. It was my god. But, we, but yeah, I had the catfish, and then they came back like after day one and brought us like more power bars and stuff, and MREs. We had MREs, like the military meals yeah. ready to eat. Uh. Um, but yeah, and then, so that was like the whole weekend. We get back, uh, we take the bus back. And, okay, so where we they make us jump in the water one more time. We get out. He's like, I want to see you boys dripping wet. And they, <laughs> we uh, we get back to uh, mainland. We jump in the water, and he's like, Now that you're soaking wet. Run back to the church, and the run and the run back was like I didn't throw up that time. And for a while, that were was they like, trying to exercise the devil out of you, children? For, for like, real, what like, the fuck? For a while, this is, a, this is like a church camp. For for a while, this was like the biggest point of pride in my life was not throwing up on the on the run back, and I like didn't stop running. Like the first time, I just kept like like Forrest Gump. Yeah, my, my I'm buddy, done. my buddy Nick had to keep stopping and being like, "Come on, man, you gotta keep running." I'm like, oh, "Fuck." I'm fucking too fat, dude. <laughs> we go get ice cream every Wednesday after church. This sucks. Like, so, and the dagger pulled this shit on me. So, yeah, we get uh, we get back to the church and we're unloading and we're talking about because like we we had been promised like a pancake breakfast because this is how sexist this shit was. The girls also had a weekend where they stayed at the church and they were sewing and they were literally <laughs> sewing and cooking and they cooked us breakfast. 
cooked breakfast. With, it was like scrambled eggs and bacon and pancakes and stuff. I mean, it's the least they could do for castawaying. You know? Yeah, we, they, they fucking marooned us on an island. Could you imagine a church getting away with that nowadays? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I'm sure it happens all the time. Like, there least. is some softest shit millennial parent. Dude, that I'll would be honest, like, like, I don't regret it. It was like, I look back on it like, I was like, hell yeah. I got no, because as a kid, yeah, that was, would be fun as fuck. But like, I'm saying like, like some weak ass millennial parent will be like, how dare you leave my child unattended? Yeah. But do you think the same weak ass millennial parent that you have in mind is going to go to a Christian church and send their kid off to Christian camp? Touche. No, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was too smug. <laughs> no, was I was just laughing because in the air tonight's on, and we, I sent you guys that Spider-Man video. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and the two guys are slapping each other on the ass. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, one time, it was like an elementary school. I was probably like fourth or fifth grade. And uh, like all, all the guidance counselors rounded up, specifically all the boys in every class for like that grade. Sorry. Okay, it went away. Did you have a Lyndon Johnson burp? Almost. <laughs> burp. Went in Bad. my bunghole. <laughs> it, it came out my bunghole. Um, so yeah, like they, all the guidance counselors rounded up all the boys and took them out to like this side gazebo, which none of us had ever fucking seen on the side of the school ever. Like yeah. this shit looked like it had been here for a hundred years and it had just materialized today. And there's like this hardened ex-drill sergeant boy scout counselor that is basically just trying to like sell us the boy scouts like a fucking pyramid scheme. But he opens up, this was the funniest shit to me looking back on it. Now Uh, I was fucking crushed in fourth grade. The way that he presented this was who likes potato chips and playing video games. (laughs) And me and only one other person, because everyone else yeah! was like fucking like shit ass scared of this guy, <laughs> yeah. raised our hand, and then he just turns back and said, "That's only what pussies do." <laughs> yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's right. I'm a huge pussy, and I'm super into video games and chips. Video games and chips are life. Yeah. When we got back, though, there was a homeless guy who showed up. Did he look at you guys and be like, yeah, I get he it. He heard us. I guess he heard us talking about breakfast. And he was like one of these like ramblers. that would, And he was also a stolen valor guy because he kept <laughs> insisting that he had been an army ranger. And he was like, <laughs> he was like talking about like he was like, you know, I've, I've killed more people than I can count. I've killed like 11 of the guys on the FBI. That's your opening to kids. Yeah, he's like talking to kids. And then one of us was like, you want to see my like, teeth collection? They're, they're like, get, get, the, get the pastor or somebody. Like, so the for pastor. The, this guy was like legendary. We just called him Army Ranger Tim because <laughs> he was just talking to us about like, he's like, you know, you know, I was in Nam. And he just kept talking about Vietnam. Like clearly had I never cut been. off toes. He'd never been like out of the city. Like <laughs> <laughs> he just found a jacket from like a Goodwill. He was like, he was like, ah, oh, you know, a little little place called Da Nang, and <laughs> and he was just, you know, there was Charlie everywhere. It just, it's just a total cliche thing, but yeah, he was just like totally being a stolen valor dude. Looking back, that yeah. guy kind of rocked because he was just trying to get a free meal and impress a bunch of like teenage boys. It's <laughs> like I'm going to tell him about how I murdered. You won't be my Arab squad. <laughs> yeah, there was def- there's definitely a guy like that that I knew that uh, patrons around the job through the drive-through, and he looks the man looks like he lives out of his car, but he he changes what he used to be every time that he was like an ex Navy seal. Yeah. I love that. He was an ex FBI agent. He used to be part of the mafia. Like he, it's (laughs) this whole, it's like I was a triple agent. And then it's like, you've described at least five different things in your life that are all, (laughs) I was Sam Fisher and, (laughs) and I stopped the Pandora tomorrow. (laughs) But you guys remember like a time in like movies and stuff, how, it was told like if you were so good at like a sport or something like archery or like javelin throwing that you will be like drafted by the FBI or something that for your the, expertise. That's the plot of that movie Jim Cotta. Yeah, exactly. I and mean, that's also the plot of the movie Suicide Squad. Yeah, you're right. It mm-hmm. is. <laughs> you're really good at throwing a javelin. Work for us. Could you imagine them trying to pull that kind of shit now? Or like that's the like requirements to join the FBI is like, well, can you skeet shoot? 
<laughs> can you do one thing good? Yeah. Literally one thing. And that's when you get the existential crisis. We need a guy who's really, really good at seasoning cast iron pans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's got to be really good at it. We really need it. We, we, not, like, I don't want to see a speck of rust. <laughs> yeah. Dan, you're hired. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, cast iron pans and cooking, this is a good segue. Uh, I watched Pig with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you showed me the trailer, Drew. And it lo- we, along with the rest of the world, thought it was going to be like a John Wick style, like beat him up, give me my pig back. It wasn't? No, but it was so satisfying because the whole time you're thinking about that. And, I'm, and I can hear the dumb guy in the back of my head writing the review going like, this is stupid. I was expecting him to kick ass and all he did was talk the whole time. <laughs> and like the, the best part of the movie is he like, he, go, he goes to this like five star Michelin restaurant and like just eviscerates this guy who used to work for him. Like, just what, so very, he was like a big banker or something? No, he or was like a, some big boss. He was, he used to be, Nicolas Cage plays like a lonely guy who lives in the woods and is forging for truffles. And, he used to be like the chef in New York City, but mm. something happened to his pig. To, well, to his uh, girlfriend or wife or whatever, and he just like became a recluse. And there's this like young upstart, like wannabe restaurateur who buys truffles from him, and they're like the best truffles or whatever. So yeah. in the middle of the night, some rednecks show up and steal his pig, <laughs> and he just is like, "I'm gonna go get my pig back." So you're thinking he's setting up for like a John Wick thing, yeah. But like Nicholas Cage is this broken human being, <laughs> and like he is one of the best actors, truly. Like I mean, he doesn't always show it, but like Jesus Christ, dude, he was so fucking good in this movie. Like I was, ever, I was buying all the sadness and sorrow on his face, and he was just completely reined in. Like he didn't, he barely shouted the whole movie. <laughs> and normally I would be like bummed out that I didn't get a Nick Cage freak out but like <laughs> the it you think it would create like antimatter or whatever but it was just like like cause, because you know he's capable of that and you're kind of expecting it to like turn into a John Wick thing it makes everything else hit so much harder when he's like telling the telling the guy he's like uh, you know like what are you cooking what did you want to cook and he's like what was the signature dish and the guy like immediately says it he's acting like he like doesn't remember and he's like it's not real. None of it's real. The pub you wanted to open, it's not real. We don't get much to care about. <laughs> like, Jesus. Damn. We don't get a lot of things to care about. But I care about a pig. Yeah, he loves his pig. And like, like not to give away anything, but like, dude, another one of those, like, I was watching and I was like, damn, dude, I'm a, like those, I'm a bitch out here. I'm a, I'm those a, hidden Nicolas Cage I'm going to shed a tear on account of the cage and a piggy. Damn. It's, it was so good. It was so good. You think he's going to bring that same level to Renfield? The Dracula movie? Yeah. I could give two shits about that. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be a fucking downhill dumpster luge. Oh, yeah. That's going to be awful. Aquafina's cast as the uh, female lead. Yep. <laughs> I wonder if she'll be doing her black voice. <laughs> everybody, just hopes they, everybody just hopes we forget that. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Not that I care, but it's just funny because it's like, you know. Um... Sorry, I'm just picking a better song. I'm, like, I'm on shuffle. For and some, I... like, honestly, like listening to this music, just really chill, and like even youth shuffling through it. Like there were times in GTA Five where I would just steal a car, vibe out, shoot a bitch, and then turn on the radio and first person, yeah, just drive first around person, LA. drive around LA, yeah, <laughs> just relax, hope it rains, and just get that little misty, yeah, stop at stoplights. You know, yeah, like obey like, traffic laws. Obey traffic yeah. laws. No, obey I, the hook is super chill. I do that all the time. It reminds me of that South Park when, like, he's when it's a guitar hero. Episode. Oh yeah, and Stan's just like driving around to blow off. Yeah, scene. yeah, and <laughs> he puts it in reverse and <laughs> looks behind him on his couch. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that shit's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, no, I do that shit all the time. You can't really do that in Red Dead because I have no real world equivalent of being a cowboy. But I like to imagine just like slow, like you can just go for a walk, or like fish or something, you know, yeah. like hunt, drink. And then I, yeah, I go to the bar and drink. Yeah, <laughs> I do like to do that. I go to like Mosey Inn. I just end up buying haircuts. And just <laughs> 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 like, let's see what Arthur looks like with mutton chops. <laughs> I'm just got to get a full ten out of ten beard. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Nick Cage, pig, solid recommend. 
And then, oh yeah, I also said I was going to talk about Possessor. Yeah. Because we were talking about body horror at the last little thing. So, Brandon, no, uh, yeah, I think his name is Brandon Cronenberg. It's Dave Cronenberg, David Cronenberg? Yeah, Dave Cronenberg. It's his son made this movie about, it's like, it's like Inception if it wasn't written by an autistic person. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's, it's Inception, but good. It's like, it's a world where contract killings are done by people who possess other people. So, like, Drew wants to kill Haven. Mm-hmm. So he pays me to possess Dan. So it can't be tied back to either one of us. And mm-hmm. I, as Dan, kill Haven. And then Dan's and then the kill, one leaving then, all the evidence. And then kill myself. So Wait, looks, you have to kill yourself? Well, Dan, as Dan, kills himself. <laughs> like So, like, I shoot myself as Dan, and then Dan's dead, Haven's dead, there's no trail back to the like Jennifer Jason Lee character who like puts all this stuff on. So um, the woman's like completely disassociated. She's like only like she's slowly but surely becoming disassociated to and, and detached from like life and human connection and everything. But there's a scene where she's like fucking her husband and she's like not into it until she like reminisces about the murder she just did. And then she's like super into it. <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, there's Sean Bean's in it. I can mm, give you three yeah, guesses. Three guesses as to what happens to him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like it, it was the violence in it, just like his father before him. Brandon Cronenberg is really good at using the violence to just unsettle you in a way that feels like earned and, and and like it's for a point. It's not just like saw violence where it's like yeah, that's, this is yeah. Violent. Cut off your foot if you want this yeah, key. Exactly. It's it's. And it was like, it was like dreamy too. Like to you know, a little David Lynch. I want to go dreamy. <laughs> uh, you know, I it was there was some like because like he the she possesses another guy and he's like fighting back for control and stuff and. So uh, the people know that they're being like taken over. Only if the woman's bad at her job, which uh, spoiler alert, she's bad at her job. <laughs> well, she's a woman. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, her her job is in the bedroom. Oh, pleasing me. You took it too far. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so no, she's is she looks kind of like uh, a younger Tilda Swinton, and she's just really creepy, and it's spooky, a, sexy. It's a very good movie. Very very solid movie. I recommend. Also on Hulu. Where can I watch Hulu? Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The and, violence is And this is American grotesque. and everything. Yeah, it's I'm an American shocked. movie. Yeah. Yeah. So is Pig. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people with America. a vision directing a movie, it, it's good. It's not made by like committee. Do you think any of that has to do from the fact of his dad being like the director and stuff he was? Yeah, I mean, of course he's getting. Do you think it's more like nature or nurture in that? Oh, scenario? are you talking about? You're not talking about like getting it made. You're yeah. Talking about you're talking about like his skill level and stuff. Yeah. I do find at first I was kind of like off put by the fact that he was using body horror because i'm like that's what your dad does mm-hmm. like don't, don't like the the guy who directed ghostbusters yeah like he, he's like doing what his dad did but poorly <sighs> but like this is he it's it felt different than a regular cronenberg movie like history of violence has a couple of really like big spikes of, vi- of violence obviously <laughs> in it that are fucking hideous and hard to watch but it's like it just grounds the reality of what this like vigo mortensen's character is like capable of um, and like it grounds it in reality and shows the stakes. And this it takes it into a world of like the woman's psyche degrading and her becoming more attracted to the violence and like more disassociated. Like she's trying at one point after getting done with a job, she's like going to see her husband and kid and she's like practicing saying like, "Hey, sweetie, hey, mm. sweetie," like because she like doesn't. So she have, can sound authentic. She's, yeah, she doesn't have the ability to like relate to she regular people. Care. Yeah, and one of the most fucking wild endings like I've ever seen. I mean, kind of, kind of like eh, it was a fine ending, but like what they were able to do was like, damn, dude. I thought you could only do that shit on Breaking Bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like you know, cable shows. Like, if you wanna. Well, I won't ruin it, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 fucking solid, dude. It's it's, it's a really good movie. Really creepy poster, though. I was turned off by it because I was like, what oh, was the poster? It's just uh, the lead character's face, but as a mask, and it's like it looks fucked. Up. It looks like uh, Michael Myers' mask, ah. but it's like you know, like yeah, it's weird. It looks it looks gross, but yeah, it's a uh, solid wreck. Mon Cabo. 
What about you, Drew? You're awful quiet over there. I know. He's almost coming to I almost... <laughs> I feel glossed over. Like, Why? not by you guys, but, like, like I feel... Oh, you ate too much glossy. pizza. I just yeah. watched you inhale, like, six slices. <laughs> and you folded it like a fucking maniac. Listen, I do the same thing. We're fake New Yorkers. We do, <laughs> we do that. I'm from Pennsylvania. That you is from PA? Fake New York. How many trash accents did you grow up around? Like, people that sounded like Bam Margera. Well, I mean, I also lived in Florida, so a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, I was, like, the whole spectrum outside of, like, California Valley. I was thinking of a good jackass bit. We were talking about how names can get fucked up, you know? <laughs> like how like the name Kyle right now has got a little heat on it. And uh, What's wrong with your Kyle's name? Kyle name. So it's like, uh, yo, this is Kyle. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in Kenosha, Wisconsin. <laughs> I got an AR-15, uh, a, a box of Monster Zero, and 9,000 government <laughs> rounds, and I'm here to protect black businesses. <laughs> I'm going to stop racism. Oh. Welcome to Jackass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is called Being Kyle in Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my pitch for a, a new jackass bit. Like, be, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> find people with the same na- problematic name. Yeah, find people with a fucked up name. I'd be a hard one. How many havens have you ever met in your life? You. That's it. Yeah. yeah. One of a kind, buddy. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, You'd be on gloss over and and shit. You need an energy drink, dog. Yeah. This episode sponsored by Red Bull. No, it's not. <laughs> sponsored by Kool-Aid. Ow, Japanese Kool-Aid. <laughs> but it's not perfect for me. But it is. There was another one that I was going to do where it was called like uh, like Goofy Grape Drink. <laughs> and it was clear that the Goofy, they were just talking about a retarded person. <laughs> He's like, hey, hey, I'm Goofy. <laughs> it, was, it was like, it's like... It, it was so funny. And was then, he wearing a bike helmet? He's, he, he's like, uh, he's like, try all the flavors. Uh, <laughs> shy strawberry, <laughs> Chinese, uh, engine orange. What? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Uh, ch- 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 <laughs> there was Chinese something. And then a gong hits as soon as he oh. said that. Chinese cherry. Chinese cherry, yes. It was it's got to be an alliteration. It's an alliteration thing. A Chinese cherry. Try all your flavors. Bong. Tell your mom not to add sugar because I'm already sweet enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a direct quote. <laughs> oh, my Holy God. Shit. Where are the Jesus commercials like that? Fuck. I mean, products not as racy, but. They were like, so funny. I was looking through a bunch of them. There's one for Goodyear tires where it's like, so you're a woman and you have a flat tire. You're basically fucked and you're going to get raped. <laughs> what would you do if there's no man around? Well, we have a tire within a tire. Never get caught on a flat. Give give her a second chance. Get her the new Goodyear double tire. Like, and, oh. and there's another one where like uh, this guy is like, it's a man and woman at breakfast. And he's like, oh, they make better coffee down at the station. And she's like, oh, Walt, Really? And then the like screen wipes to her going to the grocery store, and she goes up to the grocer, and he looks like George Jenkins, and like, and he's like, he's like, hello, uh, how can I help you? And she's like, my husband says that she, like, she just repeats the first scene because exactly. back then they just had to fill time. Yeah, kind of like we're doing right now. But like, it's, <laughs> it's she's like, like just repeats the first scene, and she's like, so what can I do? And he's like, have you tried new Folgers, whatever? And she's like, new Folgers. Folgers. He's like, you dizzy bitch. I said new Folgers. <laughs> Like, like every woman in these commercials. Did it end with her slapping her on the ass? It might as well. Oh, but yeah, speaking of that, there's another one where there's like a woman at a typewriter for deodorant. And she's and she's like uh, um, uh, writing to the deodorant company. And she's like, although it did make me smell perfume fresh and lasted all day, my boss doesn't want to fuck me, so I'm not getting away. It's like, like, he's like, he doesn't want to smell take, too good. He can't smell he, the stink. He doesn't want to... <laughs> This thing I'm throwing at him. He doesn't want to take me out to lunch. I don't know how I'm going to get anywhere in the business world. I got to get out of the steno pool. So many, f- yeah. The, just to be in that time and watch that shit with my brain now would just be a laugh riot, dude. And then there was another one. Had oh, that's what it was. I was like, at first, I didn't know what they were advertising, and it was weird that they were using the Chinese voice. But it was like, uh, uh, you know, this is a story about the woman and her son coming home from a grocery store, and. It, it, they're in a Mustang, but he has a toy Mustang too. 
and uh, <laughs> and, it, and it was an ad for like Rice Krispies, but Rice, what? but it wasn't Rice Krispies. It was like rice cakes, and their logo used to be like a very squinty-eyed Chinese person. Oh god, for, for rice cakes, <laughs> and then you got a free Mustang uh, Matchbox car in it, and I was like, hell yeah, dude, that'd be tight. <laughs> you know, that kid was stoked. So, yeah, but it was it was so funny, dude. It was, a, and then there was one for like a, a toy gun that turned into like seventeen different guns. <laughs> it looked like like a Tim and Eric bit. Like it was, yeah. it was like it, it kept. D- Detaching into different firearms. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, Revolver, yeah, pistol. Caught behind enemy lines, hit him with this. <laughs> you got a holdout pistol in your boot. Yeah. Old commercials were a treasure trove of hilarity. By the way, I was thinking about like um, the, the peanuts and like. Yeah, Charlie Brown and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. If you had that today, you wouldn't be able to have pig pen. You know, like the poor kid. Was he was, poor or just dirty? He was poor and smelly. Like he was, you grew up. I'm sure you had a dirty kid in class. Like you know, there was a poor kid who smelled bad, and his like parents. Yeah, didn't. but I don't like to talk about that. Right. <laughs> but like today, I feel like um, the equivalent for today would be like a young trans kid whose parents can't <laughs> afford top surgery. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the penis or, or the boobs. Pick one. <laughs> you can get rid of the penis. Then you Charlie the Brown tits. will be depressed for a whole new reason. Yeah. <laughs> Either or. Lose the penis or get the tits. Your choice. You, you don't have the money that Elliot Page does. I'm sorry. You were in an inception. <laughs> you didn't start on Trailer Park Boys when you were a kid. You had to work harder, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get up to that point. Well, at least they're calling her, uh, him buddy then. <laughs> this is me talking. Like, you know. <laughs> so they have to retroactively go back and like recut those movies and change the credits. If they were on Disney Plus, I bet they would. I know Netflix did with Umbrella Academy. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. They, but they made like a big deal of it the first day. It was like, calm down, guys. Like, <laughs> it was like you, know, you, you you'll, you'll get your credit. You know, yeah, they'll be. Like, a, it's cool the right that thing, they did it. But they were like immediately though. They were like, like we're, ladies and gentlemen of the we press, we changed it. We changed it. We did. We're complying. <laughs> we're allies. <laughs> Don't cancel it. <laughs> that, we got to keep that monkey working. <laughs> Not Elliot Page, the monkey in the show. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't taking that. <laughs> For people who don't know the show, <laughs> they think I'm talking about Elliot Page. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Peanuts 2020 would be tight. They'd all be in masks. And then, and then uh, Peppermint Patty would just be fully out. You know. So basically, what you're saying is just like South peanuts Park. would just be South Park. Yeah, yeah the peanuts right. moved to South you're Park. Right. That is kind of what it is. Yeah. Well, shit. Like, there's not. There's truly nothing new under the sun. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Got a real Alexander Webb situation over here. <laughs> we should kill ourselves. I'm game. <sighs> no, I got stuff to do. No, nah, I got a. <laughs> I got a couple more capitalism checklists I need to make. What? Like what? I need to get famous. You're gonna get oh, I was going to say that. I was, I was listening back to the first episode where like Drew was very, you're very like careful about what you were saying about Quentin Tarantino. And I was thinking about it, I was like, oh yeah, Drew hasn't had his hope beaten out of him yet. Like where he can't talk shit about a celebrity because he thinks there's a chance, which there might be. I'm not saying there's not, but you, you're young enough to be to where your life is still ahead of you and you haven't settled, you know? <laughs> but like, I'm like, fuck it. Fuck, fuck Quentin Tarantino. Fuck him. He's a faggot. Fuck Mark Hamill. <laughs> like, yeah, but no, but you know have the hope but just you know when you get to a certain Quint- age Quentin Tarantino isn't paying for our podcast you can bet. say what you want no, about no him. no it's fine it's fine for him to hedge his bets it's totally no. cool it's fine for him to you know so we're just gonna not make fun of the hardcover edition of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for the feed on it no that one was it just that feed? One, he's leaning into can, it too hard it's yeah. like when it's like when somebody figures out the thing that's funny about them and they lean into it and it stops working okay. what's okay so what's great I, it's only funny when he doesn't acknowledge. So yeah. like my most favorite movies of like the past five years, I was like slowly showing them to my girlfriend. Uh, they included Baby Driver, Knives Out, and we got to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And this was, I think, the last one off of like the the bigger ones that were on the list. Throw me one of those. Pins. And she goes. Thank you. I fucking hated it. What the fuck was like? <laughs> what? what the fuck wow. was? Oh no no no! She, she goes. What the fuck was with all the feet? Yeah, <laughs> that's, a weird, that's a weird reason to hate it though. 
like okay. I mean, the feet part they were predominant, but it's like there weren't that many where like you'd be like, I hate this because of the feet. I I was talking about Margaret Margaret Qualley. Margaret is that her name? The hippie chick. Whatever. I don't the, know. the hippie chick who's also yeah. on Death Stranding. I was talking about her to Caitlin and she's like, Who are you talking about? And I told her to look her up and like the first picture was her feet up in the, <laughs> on in the, the windshield. On yeah, and she's like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's a fucking sick fuck. Like uh I the more I get older, the more I'm growing uh, did I talk about this already with how I'm kinda of I don't think so. I'm completely feeling that I'm growing out of Tarantino. And the reason being is he's like the perfect filmmaker for like a, like a cover, like a, like a band covers a song, like he's covering different genres. Like if Mad Magazine was a no 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 TV no no, show. no no I'm talking about like when a no, band like, well, like I get what you're saying because like not when like there's like a couple different not when Weezer covers Toto and it sounds exactly <laughs> the same, but when like a band will take a song and cover it and make it their own thing. Like and it's like and it ends up being more popular, yeah, yes, original. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, I can't think of an example, but the, like there's so many of those. He's the best at that, but his yeah. problem is where he falls short of truly like transcendent artistry is his inability to get out of his own way and to put hit and to like rein himself in. It's like the George Lucas problem, except mm-hmm. George Lucas, I would argue, has infinitely less talent than Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> like, like he. Like, for instance, the ending of It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The whole B story or C story with uh, Sharon Tate did not need to be in the film. Like, yeah. I get it. It was a. It could have just been a love letter to that era. And I want more scenes with Cliff Booth and yeah. and, uh, yeah. and Leo's. That was like that was even like another Rick um, point that she brought up. It's just like, what the... F- the ending. Like, what was the point of Sharon it's, Tate at all? And it's like... It's like when, I had to explain to yeah. her like all this history, and like I get it. Like if you don't know that, right? Then yeah, the movie fucking sucks. It's like uh, there was a a review that came out for Tusk where somebody said you can almost hear Kevin Smith's laughter <laughs> every time one of the most grotesque scenes play out, and you can't get into the movie because it all seems like this <laughs> self indulgent joke for, for him to do, and it's like an exercise in self indulgence for Tarantino. And I used to be like, ah, oh, there's a people like my dad was one of them who was like, I hate the ending because it's like so brutal, and I'm like, but it was kind of satisfying, and this flamethrower was cool because they set it up. But like, I'm looking back on it, and I'm like, really, I would have just liked it if they chilled out and vibed and like watched the they show, just smoke those like smoke the funny cigarette. cigarettes, and it, like again, and don't get me wrong, it's a masterfully shot sequence. It's brilliantly written. It's funny. I was whooping. I think we saw it together, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we were like whooping in the theater and having the <laughs> best fucking time. I had to shush an old person. That was a fun day. You shushed yes. an old person? I shushed an old person. <laughs> I, think, I think even on that podcast, we also, that was the first time that we brought up how you hate movie theaters. That was, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was in the archives. But yeah, so. See, you deny an old person. How good did that feel? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty nice. Yeah, you're right, David. <laughs> so I, I think, yeah, if he gets out of his own way, he could make like, Something that would say something, like I said about the comparison between him and Paul Thomas Anderson. He could make something that says something about the human condition that I could revisit and feel like my soul is being enriched by these, you know, themes and observations that are being made by this filmmaker. The f- mere move of a camera uh, in a PTA movie can like show me something new on a on a rewatch. But with Tarantino, like I feel like oh, I I get it. I, I get it. It's it's everything that's it's fun. Yeah, it's surface just, level. It's like candy. It's just yeah. he's really good at making amazing candy. But I want sometimes I want that like in but he presents himself like he's this guy that makes like you know, five star filet mignon. And it's like, <laughs> no you don't. You you make you make like Marvel movies for uh like like film douchebags, like, you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's, he's a genius. He's yeah, exactly. It's like he's a visionary. My five favorite movies are uh, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Reservoir Dogs, uh, and then th- three Martin Scorsese movies. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about guys like that, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's uh, I don't know, man. I just I want more out of him, and that's why again I'll revisit. He should finish his career. With Austin Powers 4 for your thighs only. Mm-hmm. That's where you should end it. 
you know. Can, can we do a Kickstarter to get this film going? No, that's what well, Zach Brafflehorn in on. It. <laughs> He's the Kickstarter guy. We don't need to give him any more money. But, yeah. I need to see Licorice Pizza, even though the, the title is garbage. Abhorrent, yeah. What the f- I guess Explain. it's a record store. This is PTA's answer to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's the slice of life. Literally, slice of yeah. life. <laughs> it's a slice of life uh, movie about Los Angeles in like the 60s or 70s. It's like, it's, so, it looks like familiar. 70s, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got the chick from Haim, uh, Bradley her, Cooper, her nipples, and <laughs> Cooper Hoffman. Um, and that's when we were talking about like how we're sick. Um, I'm sick of famous kids. Mm-hmm. After The Sopranos let down. That was the Many Saints of Newark. Like the more I thought about that movie, the more I'm like, this shit sucks. <laughs> the first like 30 minutes were great because it felt like a new episode of the show, like a flashback episode. But I was like, nah, this is, this is lame. But uh, but yeah, the the kid who played young young Tony in that movie was better than his son. I feel. Like. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple times where his I'm like, how did they get a kid to match the Gandolfini mannerisms? <laughs> It was crazy. His own son couldn't fucking do yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, he did it, but it was just like, I don't know. He just, he, he, he was just, he was just putting it on. He seemed like an actor's kid. He seemed soft. Like he mm. seemed like, like you You're know, soft squishy. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. What do you think about that, Drew? What do you think about the state of the Tarantino? Is he becoming too self-aware and the joke's not funny anymore because he's Whoop. in on it now? A little bit. Yeah. Like, like after after having the watch. Uh, once upon a time with her girlfriend, I, that's when I kind of came to the realization, like I was a little up my own ass about like the way that I thought about him. Um, I mean, there are still a couple of movies that didn't like him. Yeah, like I still yeah. I still enjoy the movies. Yeah. Like you said, it, it's great fucking quality candy. filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Inglorious Bastards is still it's fantastic. Like, movie it's still fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> that's another yeah. example. You know, like the wonderful story of a woman overcoming the Holocaust is completely overshadowed by like Nazi scalping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't mean to cut in on you, but like, that's just like to the point of like, that's actually like, but those are the parts like why I love that movie so much though. Which parts? With Shoshana. Yeah. 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 Those like the best, the strongest parts. Of that yeah. Film. Like sure. Like Brad Pitt with a Texan accent. is real funny. <laughs> that's what you like when you're like in high school. And yeah. Then when you get a little older, you're like, man, the Shoshana. Oh, wow. Cause even like when, well, when I, first watched that movie it was when I was I was in high school um, my friends and I would have like overnight sleepover movie marathons and we would yeah. just like fucking blast movies all, all the fucking time and it was the that was the first time I ever saw Inglorious Bastards and I mean I was mesmerized mm-hmm. by just the opening scene yeah. this is fantastic it really does draw you and um, and then, then it got to to Brad Pitt's part. I was just like, "Wow, wasn't expecting Screeching that!" Ha 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 ha! And then <laughs> I kind of moved. Even like at that point, I kind of moved on from it because like I really just care about Shoshana. It's at this all, point, it's like, what the fuck happened to her? We right. don't see this, and we don't see it for like another 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, you're right. It's a very tough gear shift into like, ha ha! The the bear <laughs> Jew's gonna beat his brains in. <laughs> Take your wiener stencil licking finger and point on the map where the bad guys are. Like, ha 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 It's like, again, like Tarantino is like a guy who if you were friends with, you would talk about him when he's not around. And like be like, you would be like, you would be like, this guy kind of sucks sometimes, right guys? You know what I mean? Like he's that kind of character. But, yeah. Yeah, we know a guy like that. Mm-hmm. I still got to figure out a way to, without being too outright antagonistic, <laughs> do a, a, a. But then it'll just put more spotlight on his movies. But I mean, it's gonna put Donovan on, maybe. What do you mean, Donovan? Like our on? only, our only listeners. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah <laughs> the no, only yeah, one's yeah, gonna yeah. be in on listeners. the joke. Yeah. Shout out Caitlin. Shout out Donovan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did they pay enough for that? Yeah. That's on the that's on all the teams. Yeah. Oh, okay, then cool. Yeah, we're gonna talk business. We're gonna talk business right yeah, now. Drew, talk your, shop. Your girlfriend's not even on our page. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'll get on that. Get on that. Get I on her name on the list. Be like, hey, it's a dollar a month. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> you have a gun. If you do, care you have, about this relationship, you have a gun in your mouth. You're like, do you love me? <laughs> 
This means something to me. This is my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I want to work on a Tarantino movie. This is how I do it for defending him. By, for defending him from Kyle. Every time Kyle talks shit, Fuck I you, defend Kyle. him. I, def- I, I defend. I come on this podcast every week, and I defend Tarantino with a glass fucking shield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if yeah. Kyle happens to break it, I'm not buying a new one. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Life, yeah. am I right? Life, am I right, fellas? Mm-hmm. Heavy stuff, man. Hey, Vin, remember... Do we? I want to tell Drew about uh, the infamous night of the Poke Bowls. Oh, the pork lo mein night? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. If you walked into the kitchen, it was like a horror show. Let me set the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get up for work around about, you know, 745. I'm walking out of my room at like, like 8. Dan's already awake. <laughs> cooking at 8 in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? He's like, hey, I'm making, <laughs> hey, bud. I'm making dinner tonight. I'm like, okay, cool. Why are you starting now? Why are you starting? Sorry. He's like, oh, it's going to take all day, but it's a surprise. And I go to get my lunch out of the fridge, and I see, like, every part of a pig inside <laughs> of it. Except the good parts. Except, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's got his Asian cookbook open, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is going to be an all-day affair, but good for him. He's, he's, he's shooting for it. And Dan, if you, if you pay that dollar, and if you're in on this... <laughs> I love you, bud. And we went through this together. So, so hold on tight, okay? It, this is going to get playfully hurtful. So um, he was making, yeah, like, like you know how like when you watch an anime and there's like a delicious bowl of ramen with the little swirled yeah. pork thing? That's what he was shooting for. Um, so flash forward to... When I come at like 4 o'clock yeah, and the broth cooking. is burnt and he's like, Haven, you'll like this. Guess what I'm cooking? And like the broth is literally dark brown. Yeah. Ew. I see some like ramen noodles and like some bowls out and I just say, pho? And he's like, close. And I'm like, ramen? And he's like, yes, it's so good. I got these pig's feet from the butchers. They yeah, said they're is. only a week old, but they're still good. Yeah. He only a week only old. Only a week old. Yeah. And he and he also had... And the ne- butcher even said, I, you know, we you just might not want this. Like, I can give you some fresh cut pork. He's like, no, no, the feet are fine. So he took these feet. Yeah, he took the feet and the neck bones, which neck bones are fine. Usually you use neck... Like, you use a veal neck bone for, like... Yeah, a, and, like, turkey for, for gravy and everything. For a sauce. Yeah, yeah for... Uh, uh, yeah, for uh, an Italian gravy, use veal neck bones. But yeah, so he's. But what he, the key component when doing these types of things is straining the yes. fat out. He never strained any of the fat. <laughs> now, when I was in high school, <laughs> yeah, my dad did not like to pay for things, so we had cars that ran on vegetable oil because, in his mind, this is a bit of a tangent, but I'm going somewhere with this. In his mind, it made more sense to put in like six hours worth of work per gallon so we didn't have to pay at the gas pumps. So our cars ran on vegetable oil. So we would go to a restaurant with a contraption that he made. It was a big <laughs> tote, an electric pump that hooked up to a car battery that I was in charge of hooking up and like, eh, like every single time. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, a, a, a straw that he made like out of the hose and he attached it to a piece of like PVC, like, like, like four inch PVC pipe with like a straw cut on it. Mm-hmm. And he would always be like, you know, only skim the top, don't go too deep. Because <laughs> on the top was where all the good oil would rise to. Everything underneath bad earl. was all this bad earl. All the fat <laughs> would, would float to the bottom. And it was like... Ugh, congealed. It just congealed <laughs> fat that smelled like everything the restaurant had cooked over the past, like, you know, three months or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> so we would get this oil and process it by uh, putting it in, big, in these big drums, uh, like these like 500-gallon tanks, and heating it with like this, Jesus. I'm amazed that he did not burn down a section of our hometown, because he, <laughs> there were just like heaters underneath each one, and he would stack bricks around them to like insulate it. My God, and this was all in a parking lot of a thrift store, and he was like friendly with the owners, so they let him do this there. And he had because the bo- they wanted to see the show. And his <laughs> his 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 workshop was the box portion of a box truck that he had taken off of the truck. 
with a front end loader and like set down on the piece of property. <laughs> and he just would lock it and then, you know, do his work out of there. Your dad is like the blueprint for Walter White. <laughs> Pretty much. And he always would make that joke because Breaking Bad was bad was like kind of big at the time. He's like, you know, we're going to cook. And, <laughs> and so, yeah. And, and, you know, anything, any oil related stuff, if we cooked, we had to save it and everything. You know, he always had like these ideas. So my point being, we would process this oil, mix it with kerosene, run it in a diesel Mercedes, and I would get, you know, 10 miles down the road before I'd have to pull over and, and, start and over. spray engine starting fluid into a little uh, uh, fuel filter, shake it up and get the bad oil out of it. Those smells, those textures, <laughs> those sense memories are now with me for life. And I thought I had a, like slipped the surly bonds of, 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 of that phase until I came home and smelled what The Rock was cooking. And, and it was, dude, it was fucking rough. Oh, my dude. God, dude. If you could have seen the contempt on your face when I like walked in, you were literally just standing right in your doorway, arms crossed, just like... This fucker. So um, by the time he finally served it to us, he just handed it to me, and I was like, "I'm good, man." Yeah. Like, and, and he did he go to bed or where did he go? No, um, he went to go give uh, his girlfriend a bowl. Right. Of it. Like so, he stopped everything. Like we needed him to just like hit play so we at least could start. Right. But he went to give her a bowl, and he was like back there for like a couple minutes. And then talking. you and I are like, "Let's go get some food." He feeds her. He's spinning all these plates, and he comes back. And he's like ready to shoot, and just a couple mm-hmm. things happen that like like messed us up. And I'm like, man, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, let's just take it easy. Let's just just, just no. And he was like stressing himself out. Like yeah. it was like his job to record this. And I'm like, we're just chilling. We're just doing fun. Yeah, we're just hanging out. I was like, D- you know, don't freak yourself out. Just relax. Go hang out with your girlfriend. He's like, thanks, guys. And he went back, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. how are we gonna fix this? I'm and fucking we starving. Immediately went to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we said, and because we didn't Poor want him, we didn't want him to like feel bad because we we're like we're all that hungry. We like sat in the Walmart parking lot next Eating. to next to the. We were cheating complex. husbands. And we, we made just, sure we didn't yeah. smell like Taco. We Bell. We were just just devouring Taco Bell, and like I had like it spurted sour cream all over my like <laughs> leg, and I didn't realize it until I got inside, and I was like, "Oh no, it's it's uh, it's from something else. Like it's from Jay <laughs> Sex. Uh, it's Jay Sex. Does. Yeah, <laughs> it's from fucking a man. David and I, he he, I'm I'm fu- I'm, I'm fucking him. I'm, I'm fucking man." <laughs> Haven watched me fuck a man. Yeah, he can vouch for me, right, Haven? Yeah, yeah. You you fucked him real He's good. Like, yeah, boss. Yeah. So I think Durr. he blew the cigarette smoke out the window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was and that was the night of the the Poke Bowls, dude. It was rough. Oh yeah, it was rough. And then you came out the next morning, <laughs> and it was all oh, still there. Yeah. And that's when the smell hit me of like the old coagulated, like even the knife. Had a layer of, <laughs> and like oh, ev- every tool we owned when we were doing the vegetable oil thing was covered in this shit. <laughs> and you can't get it off ever. Mm-mm. To this day, in my dad's shop that he has, that he lives in now, it's a PVC pipe. There's that <laughs> exists there. I've seen it. The tank that used to be in the back of in my trunk. Because like it was like so much work went into this shit. It was, it blew my mind. Like there were pipes that were running underneath my car. Like he took it out to his friend's house. We put it on a lift. He ran new gas lines from the injectors and everything all the way down, or the lip, whatever they're fucking called yeah. on, on a diesel. And he ran them down to uh, the trunk where they came out, and there was the vegetable oil tank. And in the cab of the car, I had a switch that we he'd like installed, like drilled out a piece of the Mercedes Benz like shitty wood paneling, <laughs> and there was a little rocker switch. Uh, and you know, you or it was a toggle, and you'd hit, flip it down, and it would be red, and that means you're burning oil, and flip it up, and that means you're on your main tank and on kerosene. Uh, and was, excuse me, it was a kerosene oil mixture, and then you're back on diesel. And the idea being, this is like I, I, I lived like ten minutes away from my work. You would start the car on diesel, you drive a mile down the road, then flip it to oil, save your money, and then right about a mile away from work, flip it back to diesel. And I'm like, hey, how about I just get some gas? <laughs> how about I just go to the how gas How much station? money did he save you? We we lost money on all that shit. <laughs> we were buying, first of all, we were paying for diesel. Which we were was in debt. Infinitely more expensive. Yeah, it was like, and, 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 <laughs> just, the house was crumbling around us. Lucas fell through the back porch one night when he was really drunk. <laughs> what the fuck? 
fuck? Like, he was like up to his like waist in the porch. Like <laughs> I, one time I went to the back porch and looked. I was like, man, this thing feels really rickety. And I looked underneath the back porch, and the the only thing holding it up because it was all rotted out was two blocks of like two by four cut down. Uh, half of a broken cinder block and like one beam of wood that was shaking like fucking Michael J. Fox. You know what I mean? It was just, <laughs> it was just the shimmying, you know? And I was like, oh, that's... And it, by, by God, dude, we that thing never fell apart. Like the back door of our house, you could just push with your finger and it would open even if it was locked. <laughs> like, like that house was... But I love it. I loved yeah. it. And, you know, it's, it's changed hands now and... Uh, and they completely remodeled it. And for some reason, as, quote, beautiful as it is, my mom and I were talking about it the other day, and it's like, it's fucking ugly. I kind of <laughs> liked it better when it was a, like a, a haunted house-ass piece of shit, you know? It was my fr- uh, all the happiest times of my childhood and, like, adolescence. Like, all the parties that we threw there, like, it felt like the neighborhood was an extension of my room. You know yeah. what I mean? We would just walk around the, the, the downtown of this mm-hmm. area. There was a park a couple blocks away. Back when we were smoking, we would, you know, go out, go there to smoke and, and you know, come back. We'd walk the dog. We're like, oh, you're walking the dog a lot. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> you know, just so I could go, like, to the toke and stuff. And, you know, it, when you're young, that's fun shit to do. Yeah. But, uh, but then you look back on it and you're like, oh, yeah, all that oil shit sucks. <laughs> And everybody, knew, everybody knew me as the guy that like when the his oil car boy. when his car came around, it smelled like French fries and everything. Yeah, you know? but I never asked my friends for gas money, so we always drove around in my car. And I'll tell you this much: the only accident I've ever fucking been in that was my fault. That Mercedes was a goddamn Abrams tank. Dude. <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm making a left turn. There was zero tint on the windows. Yeah, and it had been a car that was owned up north, so all the windows were really scratched up because somebody had used what like. Like a nice pick. Bachelor or something, yeah, to, to get the ice off of it. So I can't really see anything. I'm like going out in faith and taking a left with the sun of my eyes, and all of a sudden, Jesus say, man, yeah, all of a sudden, boom, oh. and then I hear these tires scream. My car didn't move an inch. It just like, <laughs> but I hit the rear quarter panel of this little uh, red like uh, car. It popped over this curb and landed in an empty lot. Shit. And this little Asian lady gets out, and it's my, uh, no shit, dude. It's an my Asian lady. It's my pediatrician. <laughs> Small town, dude. Small town. She's like, you can't drive. And her husband, yeah. She was, <laughs> How fit, yeah. And it, yeah, it was totally my fault. Oh, the irony. And then her husband, who was my doctor at the time, shows up and he was like, just pissed. He was fucking furious, dude. He was so mad. And then the, the next time I went to the doctors, like for some reason, my friend and I were like, we were watching a lot of scrubs and we're like, yo, let's be doctors. Like, <laughs> let, let's do that. Let's fuck it. That seems like a chill job to have. We can be witty and fun. We, we could wear lab coats all day. So um, I went to the doctor and he was like, so how's it going? And I'm like, good. You know, how's the, how's the wife? And he's like, she's fine. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, don't just, talk about her. I'm just trying to relate to him and stuff, and trying to like keep the because it was awkward. And I was like, hey, so yeah, I'm uh, thinking of becoming a doctor. And he just looks at me and he goes, what are your grades like? <laughs> and I'm like, C average. And he's like, yeah, you're not gonna be a doctor. <laughs> you're not gonna be a fucking doctor, dude. And sure enough, he was right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> that fucking that wreck, dude. We, we were we had gone uh, for a st- the stupidest reason. My dad was like, "Can you go get me a two liter of Pepsi?" So I had to oh. I had to go to the store and get him Pepsi. <laughs> your doctor just for soda. Yeah, the, it, bad soda. Yeah, <laughs> not even good soda. Yeah, man, that came to a screeching halt. Just like the Asian lady pediatrician that you ran into. <laughs> yeah. All right, well that's an hour ten. I think that's a good one, boy. Oh, really? Yeah. You've been going for that long? Yeah. Shit. I'll tell you, Dang. once we warm up, it's we're oh, fine. Yeah. We're good to go. That first one might we hit suck, our stride. but uh, the people paying for yeah, it. Yeah, th- that's why one. it's for free. Yeah, they get the free. They, they got to pay taste. for us to get when we're that's right. feeling it. All right. Uh, bye, Caitlin. Bye, Donovan. Peace. Bye. And Drew's girlfriend, God fucking warm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>